Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show right here on WDEV, AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. A little Thanksgiving Eve action with our guy, Freddie Coleman, ESPN Radio. Freddie, how are you? I'm good, Brady. Happy early Thanksgiving to you and yours, by the way, my man. I appreciate that. The same to you. We were just having this debate a little while ago. Where do you stand on Christmas music pre-Thanksgiving? Oh, God, it can't happen after pre. It has to happen after Thanksgiving Day and Thanksgiving Friday. Anytime somebody wants to play Christmas music that early, I'm like, you know what? I'm good. There's no reason to have so much early stuff when it comes to Christmas. I mean, people put up Christmas decorations right around Halloween. I mean, what are we doing as far as that goes, Brady? I completely agree with you. I will tolerate. It's an early Thanksgiving this year. I will tolerate it come Saturday, but I myself won't even get into it until December 1st. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm a Christmas fan, but Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. But I think I just think some things do not need to be rushed along before it's time. And I know people want to have that feel-good moment being around family. Believe me, simple that I could not more be. But let it happen when it's supposed to happen. We don't need to rush things along because when Christmas is over, that's it. Then you're going to be wishing that you had Christmas all over again instead of just taking your time and enjoying everything that the holiday is supposed to represent. Freddie, how many beers do I need to have in me by 10 o'clock tomorrow to be smiling with uh, what's happening with the Seahawks and 49ers? Oh, boy. Well, that's a really good question because your Seahawks, they've been on the struggle bus lately, and Geno Smith is going to play in that game, and he's injured. So I don't want to say a case of beer. I think that's promoting alcoholism, so I don't want to do that. Yeah. But I think you have to have at least like five or six just to, if it happens the way you and I believe it's going to happen at the expense of your team, courtesy the San Francisco 49ers. You may not want to be as lucid as possible to worry about things like that. Freddie, could you imagine a worse way to cap your holiday weekend than Patriots-Giants? No, I cannot. And just think about what you just said, where you have these two teams that don't even have a combined five wins in the National Football League. Two teams in which the Giants last year made the playoffs, and people wondered, could they trampoline off of that? And the Patriots team that many people thought was going to be a little bit better, at least further along, especially the quarterback position when it comes to Mac Jones. You got these two now star-crossed franchises where the Giants – they have some interesting questions that they have to answer. Once the season is over and what are they going to do about Daniel Jones, do they draft a quarterback in next year's draft? And you can say you can say the same things, Brady, about the New England Patriots because the Mac Jones era or era is about to come to an end. But what about Bill Belichick? What's going to be his future? What is that going to look like either inside or outside of New England? So the game is the least of their concerns when it comes to both of these teams because they have so many other problems that they have to deal with once 2023 is over. Who would you like to see play quarterback for the Patriots on Sunday? Boy, that's a really good question. And I've been a Mac Jones apologist for more than a minute, mainly because I thought at times that the Patriots failed him. And to be completely, completely fair, Mac Jones should be a better quarterback by now. But if you're going to make this move to say, hey, we got to have an open quarterback competition. You're going to get Billy Zappi every opportunity because that's the guy you want out there going forward when it comes to Bill Belichick as a head coach and Bill O'Brien as an offensive coordinator. So if I'm a Patriots fan, you know what? You've seen enough of Mac Jones that he's shown you that he won't be able to figure this out. He's not going to be your quarterback of the present in the future. Put Billy Zappi out there and have a complete, completely reboot and reset next year, no matter who is not going to be playing quarterback between those two. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I want to see Will Greer start. But how about your boy, Jeremy Fowler at ESPN, who says the Patriots could play multiple quarterbacks. Freddie, you know the saying, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. It didn't work for Drew Henson and Drew Hutchinson and Quincy Carter when the Cowboys tried to do it 20 years ago. It's not going to work for the Patriots. What the hell are we doing here? 
what what you just said, what Jeremy Fowler had a chance to report, is a microcosm for the New England Patriots this year. And when you think about it, Brady, it's been like that ever since they made the playoffs in year one after Tom Brady. They look like an organization that has no idea how to fix these problems and how to get back to where they used to be. And it goes back to what I've been saying for a long time, and Brady, I keep being proven correct. Tom Brady covered up a multitude of transgressions and sins and misses with this organization. If they missed on the guy in free agency, if they missed on draft picks, it didn't matter because old number 12 always had their back in Tom Brady and was able to elevate that franchise. And that's why Robert Kraft probably looked at Bill Belichick and said, are you sure that we should move on from this guy now? But Bill Belichick is not in the habit of saving players. He'd rather move on from a player one year too early than keep a player one year too late. And here we are three years later since Tom Brady was told to shoot away by Bill Belichick that they don't have any idea how they're going to fix this because if you're going to start over, are you going to start with Bill Belichick and allow him to be in control of things when it comes to personnel and drafting and free agency? Or do you tell Bill Belichick, maybe we need to move on from you? Or do you bring in a general manager? Those are the things right now that Robert Kraft will have to deal with that he probably never thought Brady in a million years. He'd have to worry about that with this organization. Freddie, what would you make of Tom Brady's comments the other day that uh, football's not as good as it used to be? To be honest with you, I think it sounded a lot like old man get off my lawn stuff like every year you know new crop of college kids goes back to watch their high school team play and says man it wasn't as good as when we played last year everybody does this and that's kind of how I took it but do you think there's elements of truth to what Brady had to say to me the one main thing of truth is that he's right about too many people made too many rules that have not allowed pro football to become football. And I get it. The National Football League, they don't want to have any more concussion lawsuits where money is being taken out of their pocket. But football is a violent sport played by people that have it and that hint of violence in them because you need that to succeed in the National Football League. you got way too many people part of the NFL Competition Committee who either have never coached a team or never played football that clearly don't understand that you can't take that element out of football. It can't be flag football. You leave flag football for people want to do that when they don't play in the NFL, they don't play tackle football anymore, or kids trying to learn the game. You got to understand that there are going to be injuries in the National Football League, and you can try to limit those injuries by making the game safer. But it's almost impossible, Brady, to make an unsafe sport safe. And I think that's the message that Tom Brady was trying to get across. So many fundamentals are not being taught as much because you're so concerned in making sure that a guy does not commit a penalty, especially from the defensive side or from the offensive side. So plenty of coaches are not teaching those proper techniques on the high school level and the college level, and they're not being taught at those levels, then you can't teach in the National Football League because you don't have that kind of time in practice to go through those things. And the average player is not going to do that himself. So that's the element of truth that I got from Tom Brady regarding the mediocrity because he saw that look like when he first got to the NFL, and he has not seen that in modern football because the NFL is so concerned about making sure they keep that money in their pockets and not open themselves to lawsuits if things are not happening the way they should be in the football field, but that could compromise somebody's and in mental well-being. So I think the coaching is better because we're seeing creativity we've never seen before. I think the athletes are better, and that ultimately is good. I'm with you on the, some of the rule stuff. I hate this thing where Josh Jacobs keeps getting fined for lowering his helmet yep. in the middle of a pile. I hate that one. I think the mm-hmm. one that's biggest for me where it's worse, Freddie, is offensive line play. And I get it. You know, you don't want two-a-days. You don't want you want limited yep. contact in the offseason. But offensive line play has really, really struggled here in the last decade and has really, really regressed. And as a result of that, I think that leads to a lot of the other bad things we're seeing. 
Yeah, I'm going to trampoline off of what you just said, Brady, because how many times when you look at a great offensive lineman, you know what that looks like. When I see Zach Martin, I know what that looks like. When I see the Dallas Cowboys, when I see Joe Petonio, the Cleveland Browns, I know what that looks like. Even on bad teams back in the past, there's always that one guy that was really a terrific offensive lineman. So many line play now happens because of zone blocking and chip blocks here and there. You have the backs and tight ends helping out. But the era of the great linemen or having that kind of ability that you can run block, run block and pass block, I don't know if we're going to see that because of modern football and the way we the NFL wants pace and space and all the rules that be geared to the offense, protect the offense and defensive receivers. That's in the football as well, not just in the NFL level. Those kind of things lead to fundamentals where you just got to keep a guy off the quarterback, push him aside, and a lot of techniques are going by the wayside. So I'm completely with you. Where When you see a terrific offensive line, you know what that looks like now. When you see bad offensive line play like the New York Jets, you know exactly what that looks like because those guys are not being taught properly and not just at the NFL level. Freddie, i got to give you a lot of credit. For years, you anchored the night shift at ESPN Radio and you would watch games while commenting on things while doing your show. The other day, we had a UVM women's basketball game on at 5 o'clock at night and I was trying to do the show and watch the game and process what happening and retain things very very difficult yeah all my years of working on the nfl and espn radio has really taught me well and a big part of that was guys like eric casillas and john seibel when they were the hosts before i was able to take over they showed me the art that you pay attention to as much as you possibly can but pick out the bullet points so you can have that retaining information and everything else just flows and has that synchronicity that you're looking for. So I was really taught well by both of those guys when they did the NFL and ESPN radio each and every Sunday. I was able to learn from their techniques and transfer that when I did that show or when I did college football fine with Mel Kiper Jr. on Saturdays looking at every game that was in front of us. Freddie, I'll get you out of here on this. America East looking pretty good. UVM gets to the final of the Myrtle Beach Invitational. Bryant beats a top 10 team in Florida Atlantic. Power 5 win for UMass Lowell. Don't call them a low major conference anymore, Freddie. Well, you you can't, but here's why you... You are right when it comes to that, Brady, because there are too many good players. And there are too many good players that every coach in power conferences can't get them, or more than ever before, every coach in power conferences can't keep them because of the transfer portal and guys are going to go somewhere else that they believe. That situation is not conducive for them to be a positive player to show their wares out there. For a prime example, Marquette had everybody returning back from a team that won the Big East regular season, also in the conference tournament championship. Not too many teams can say that in college basketball, especially when so many many movement pieces are happening, whether it's coaches, whether it's players. So if you're a coach in a mid-major level, whether you're UMass Lowell, whether you're University of Vermont, whether you're in the Northeast Conference of Sacred Heart, there are going to be players out there that everybody is going to miss on. If you're able to swipe in and get those guys and they can learn your system really, really quickly, then all of a sudden you get a jump on people early, and that can lead to really terrific things when it comes to conference play, no matter what conference, what mid-major conference you're playing in. Freddie Coleman, ESPN Radio, Freddie and Harry. Freddie, we are thankful for you. Happy Thanksgiving, and we will uh, catch up next week, man. You're the best. We appreciate you every week coming on, making time for us, and uh, enjoy the holiday. And much love back to you, my friend Brady. Have a great holiday as well. Can't wait to chop it up in seven days.